Hi everyone, it's Aliza Licht here, your host, and I'm so thrilled to share that my new book, On Brand, Shape Your Narrative, Share Your Vision, Shift Their Perception, is out now. I hope you'll pick up a copy because personal branding is for everyone. It's for the new graduate starting out, the middle manager looking to level up, the executive who wants to be a thought leader, the entrepreneur starting from scratch. It's for anyone who wants to pivot or transition into something new. Because having a strong personal brand means that your name gets dropped in rooms you're not in and that you're thought of for opportunities that other people haven't even heard of yet. So pick up a copy and I can't wait to hear what you think. Hi, this is Aliza Licht, and this is Leave Your Mark, the podcast, where I brew fresh career advice with some of my most inspiring and successful friends. It's professional advice that you can action immediately, whether you're just starting out in your career or well on your way. With a massive to-do list and a large cup of coffee, I promise that you can get it all done and still have time to post about it. I'm really excited to welcome Erica Keswin to Leave Your Mark. Today, we're doing a snack segment about how you can make an impact and bring your human to work when you are a remote employee or you're leading remote employees. If you don't know Erica, she has her best-selling book, Bring Your Human to Work, and now she has her new book, which is Rituals Roadmap, which we'll get into in a little bit. But Erica is a workplace strategist who has worked for the past 20 years with some of the most iconic brands in the world as a consultant, as a speaker, an author, and of course, professional dot connector. And for this particular snack segment, we're really talking about how you bring your human self to remote working. Or Erica, you can probably say that better than I just said it. The way I think about it these days is how do you bring your human to work, whether you're in the office, at home, or anywhere in between? We have to think about this totally differently. So... In snack segments, we really dive deep for five minutes. And in this particular one, I really would love for you to share your wisdom with our listeners on how you make an impact remotely. The first thing I would say is for all of us, we've got to be intentional. And one of the things I often say, and you have to excuse the cheesy pun, but left to our own devices, you know, we're not connecting. And when we are remote or when half of us are remote, this is not going to work if we don't have a plan and if we're not intentional. So I'm going to share the top three things I would start to think about now as, you know, we're in this year three of this pandemic and some of us are never going to go back. Some of us are halfway back. And so the time is now to figure out how to address it. So I'd say number one is to communicate often and with transparency and honesty. And these days we can't communicate too much Sometimes we think we're over-communicating. These days, I don't even think we can over-communicate. And whether you're listening to this today as a manager and a leader top-down or as an individual contributor bottom-up, the more that you can try to be comfortable about being transparent and open with what you have going on, you know, personally and professionally, it's going to help you connect better with your team, which is not only good for you, but good for business, good for your career progression. So that's number one. I would say number two is take professional development personally. I know people inherently want to grow on the job up, down, and sideways. And when we're not in the office, we're not going to have as many of those, you know, bumping into people at the water cooler and finding out about a new project. And so again, we need to either seek it out 
as a more junior person, or if you're listening and managing a lot of people, you need to proactively create those opportunities for people and have ongoing conversations about how people want to grow on the job. You know, one of the things that we're all in the midst of this great resignation, people are quitting their jobs. As leaders, professional development, it's an underutilized lever. It's something that people want, and we're not focusing on it as proactively as we could be. And I also worry about the equity issue of the people that are remote and the people that are not. And we can't just be giving these opportunities to the people that we're seeing in front of us. That's going to be a huge issue down the road. Such a good point. Yeah. If we're not intentional and if it's not top of our mind, it is not going to happen. And it really, it does keep me up at night. I got to, got to be honest. I have a question on the first point. Transparency is the word we all throw around so much. Yeah. Where is the line drawn with TMI? Yeah. I'm funny. I was just talking about that today with a company. You know, when I wrote Bring Your Human to Work, people would say, really? Like, do I want to bring my whole self to work? Like, it's work. I guess my caveat is, you know, bring your most appropriate self to work. This is still a workplace. But I really have seen some incredible conversations and connections made. And a lot of this happened more organically during the pandemic, where you know, you have a leader who was typically pretty buttoned up with a kid running by and Zoom and school and, you know, the technology breaking down. I've been saying to people and thinking recently, I don't want to go back to those days, but I don't want to forget what we saw and how we felt in those moments. Um, especially if you're the boss, you know, the people that work for you think that person probably has it all figured out. They're they have more help than I do with their kids. They don't have the kind of struggles that I do. So, you know, you don't need to have TMI to share a little bit of just what is going on in your life because no one thinks that behind the curtain, you're dealing with those struggles. And that creates those moments of connection. And that's why people stay with managers and, and with companies. It's a really good point. What's number three? So number three is a passion of mine. And you mentioned it in the intro. I just wrote a book called Rituals Roadmap. And I wrote a book on rituals because rituals are a tool that all of us can use in our lives, personally, in our lives, professionally. Rituals give us a sense of psychological safety and belonging and a connection to purpose. And that is what we need more than ever when we are working remotely, that we need to, again, as a leader, figure out ways to make people feel that they belong to feel connected. And rituals are an amazing tool to do it. So where do they come in? You could have a ritual in the beginning of a meeting, at the end of a meeting, at the beginning of a project. You know, I, I always say that beginnings and endings are prime rituals real estate. You want to get people feeling good and connected from that first moment. Onboarding rituals, really important. So many people got hired during the pandemic and they've never met anybody in person. Um, celebrating milestones is another one. That if you know, you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, where could I insert rituals? Maybe you have a weekly award or something monthly or something annually. And if you're listening to this and you're saying, huh, I don't know what kind of rituals I have. I came up with this very magical question that I asked everybody that I interviewed for the book. And the question is, I'm going to share it with your listeners. The question is, I would say, for example, to Marisa Andrada, who's the head of HR at Chipotle. Okay, Marisa, when do employees at Chipotle feel most Chipotle-ish? When do employees at LinkedIn feel most LinkedIn-ish? And just insert 
the name of your company. And I am telling you, when I asked that question to these leaders, I almost could see the light bulb coming out of their head. And they would say, oh my gosh, Allbirds, the co-founder said, every day at four o'clock, we do push-ups. You know, it's called 40 at four. Um, somebody from LinkedIn said, every day at three o'clock, we have a dance party to one song. I mean, the things were crazy. And so that is an opportunity for anybody listening to figure out a way to connect all of your remote employees. So if you're a junior person listening to this, bring this idea to your manager. And if you're a manager, ask your employees, when do you feel most, you know, XYZ company-ish? And that is a great starting point for you. Okay. Can I just say that I'm so glad I don't work at Allbirds? Because <laughs> is not for me. Okay, um, wait, but that's the really great point because... What this did, this ritual, was one guy started doing it. It's a whole long story. It's in the book, but he was really out of shape and feeling unhealthy and set a goal for himself. And he started doing push-ups in the office. The guy next to him joined, the woman down the hall joined, and then somebody else came down and didn't want to do the push-ups, but watch the push-ups. And then organically and authentically, it was a gathering moment. You know, think of it as the healthy version of the smoke break that everybody just stopped and connected. And back to the reason why we're here today, that's not going to happen as often when we are remote. So we're going to have to be really creative and intentional about creating these rituals now. Okay, that's great. Okay, last parting words on how you really bring your human to work. One piece of advice. When I think about bringing your human to work, it really comes down to one thing. And that one thing is honoring relationships. And it's honoring relationships with your colleagues, with your boss, with the people that work for you, with your clients, with your customers, but also honoring that relationship, the most important relationship with yourself. So as you're working remote or beginning to work hybrid, whatever way you're working and you need to make a decision, whether you turn left or turn right and how you're thinking about the workplace, think about it through the lens of honoring relationships. That is the perfect last point. Erica, thanks so much for doing the snack segment. This was awesome. Thanks so much for listening to Leave Your Mark, the podcast. If you want more career advice, be sure to pick up a copy of my best-selling book, Leave Your Mark. If you're on Instagram, make sure to follow at Leave Your Mark Podcast to stay up with the latest episodes. And of course, say hi to me at Aliza Lickdexo. If you're on Twitter, definitely reach out at Aliza Licked. I would love to hear from you. If you want to subscribe to my newsletter or attend a future virtual mentoring event, go to alizalick.com for more information. And just remember this, if change doesn't hurt a little, it's not change. Keep on rocking.